Medical students doing their clinical rotations and physicians completing their residency are faced with the decision of where to take their medical careers. Hospitalist medicine is a great option, but for many students, they aren't even aware of it. We're going to learn about it today with Dr. Angela Kim, an obstetrics and gynecology hospitalist with OB Hospitalist Group. This is the Obstetrics Podcast from OB Hospitalist Group. I'm Prakash Chandran. So, Dr. Kim, how do you think today's medical students view the OBGYN specialty, and what is their general impression of the workload and lifestyle? Hey, Prakash. So, I think medical students today are smarter than ever, um, willing to work real hard, but are also conscientious about their wellness. I think that medical students often have this view of our specialty as being fast-paced, exciting, being part of a birth, but often may come with compromising potential lifestyle. I want to debunk this thought because I think you can be an OBGYN and also be balanced. And I think one really good way to do that is by becoming an OBGYN hospitalist. Okay, but what exactly do you do as an OB hospitalist? So as an OBGYN hospitalist, I am responsible for taking care of patients on labor and delivery, doing gynecology consults, and doing any emergency surgeries. I take 24-hour shifts in the hospital, and I provide patient safety care, and I am always available for any obstetrical or gynecologic emergencies. And for the OBGYN residents that are listening, what are some of the misconceptions that they might have around hospitalist work? From my own point of view, as I was looking for a job during my fourth year of residency, you know, I considered a lot of different practice models. What hospitalist medicine appealed to me was for kind of the fast-paced shifts of it and that when you're off, you're truly off. Um, Of course, some of the misconceptions that might come in that um, I've really debunked with my own work is um, some of my fears of potentially not being able to operate enough, which is actually not true. I do operate a ton, and I was also concerned maybe I wasn't going to be ready to be a hospitalist, but that's totally false because what we do as a resident, uh, running labor and delivery, running a consult is exactly what you're doing as a hospitalist, so it is actually quite a natural transition. And the third misconception that residents may have or fear is that they might not be ready to take their oral boards. I had plenty of cases, including my surgical cases, to prepare my case list for my oral boards, which I will be taking next month in February. And I did this my first year out of residency. Okay. Well, I want to move on to the relationship between the more experienced board-certified physicians and the newly minted OBs in your program. How do they learn from one another? So from my personal experience, it has been a great dynamic. I've had a phenomenal experience so far working with my colleagues who have all been practicing OBGYN for many years and then entered hospital medicine uh, for various reasons. Being fresh out of residency, um, I felt personally that was a natural transition to hospice work. And it was awesome to work with uh, more experienced OBGYNs who um, were so willing to lend a hand, always give me advice that, you know, just comes with time. Yet for me to be able to offer up-to-date practices that I had learned during residency, it works really, really well. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. But I am curious around how much autonomy you have as a young hospitalist. Like, are you able to get involved and create new initiatives on your own? Yeah. Um, so I am 
interested and passionate about implementing Team Steps, which is a communication model. It is a way to reduce errors on labor and delivery. And I got to implement Team Steps to labor and delivery and then helped lead simulations. And then as a result of that, the hospital was so excited about it that I co-led a hospital-wide talk about Team Steps and how other departments could implement that. Yeah, that sounds really great. And how far were you into the program before you got to implement that? I started right away. It was like maybe my first couple of months in. I let them know that this is something I was passionate about. Um, I saw that there was potentially a gap in this as I started my first few shifts. So it was a great place to start. Yeah, definitely sounds like it. So career-wise, what are some of the advantages of forgoing private practice altogether and entering hospitalist medicine straight out of the gate? I think there's great career flexibility with becoming an OBGYN hospitalist. It's a great springboard to getting involved with safety initiatives like I have or being part of other passion projects. It allows you tons of cases, both operating and non, as well as experience to take care of high acuity situations. You know, with all these talks and concerns with the high maternal morbidity and mortality rates here in the U.S., I think it's exciting to be part of a movement where I think we'll really start seeing a shift as hospitals in the U.S. start using more OBGYN hospitalists. So for the young OBGYNs that might be listening to this, is there anyone that you think that this special team might not be a good fit for? I think that being an OBGYN hospitalist is a potential career for anybody seeking a future in OBGYN. I think that you just need to be passionate, love taking care of your patients, and love you know the fast-pacedness of the specialty, but also knowing that when you're off, you're going to be off. Yeah, and this is something that you talked about at the top as well, just around how physicians really value that work-life balance. And we all know that the ideas around self-care are changing a lot. So maybe talk a little bit more about that in your life. Like, how are you intentional about your own wellness? So I came from a rigorous residency, uh, but even there we started recognizing that towards the end of my time there that sacrificing wellness doesn't improve anything. I think that self-care is so important because we need to be full as physicians to be able to give to our patients and our community. And for me personally, as a hospitalist, it gives me the flexibility to participate in my community outside of medicine. I'm able to exercise. I'm able to travel and just be there for my family. I think a lot of uh, physicians face this big conundrum is how can I be in two places at once? And the truth is you can't. And as a hospitalist, I know that when I have a sick patient on our service, when I check out, I've handed off their care to a reliable colleague, and I know that their care won't slip through the cracks. And I know that I won't be letting down a prior commitment, and I'm able to show up for my family and my friends outside of work. All right, Dr. Kim, truly appreciate it. That's Dr. Angela Kim, an obstetrics and gynecology hospitalist with OB Hospitalist Group. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Obstetrics Podcast from OB Hospitalist Group. Visit obhg.com slash clinicians to learn more about hospitalist careers. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. Thanks, and we'll talk next time.